Welcome to the Weekly Berean, hosted by Berean Community Church. Join us as we give pastoral addresses on pressing issues. It's great to hear that the perfection of our God is being immutable, that he does not change. God is all that is in God, and he will never be less than what he is. This includes his immutability. God's independence and immutability is our stability. How our immutable and independent God steadies us in our ever-changing lives. This week at Berean included two sweet meetings for me. Royce's surprise party from return of deployment and Wednesday's systematic theology class on God's independence and immutability. I would like to mash these two topics together in our podcast. It is a high privilege for our church family to include those who serve in the Marine Corps and work on base for the Department of Defense. We are able to see how much change they must embrace and endure, and we're able to see the endurance necessary for these families to stay put and plod on. Our church gets to be a part of their trials, and occasionally we get to rejoice with their unique joys, such as returning from a deployment. This world is an ever-changing world that has great evil, and Royce's deployment illustrates the need for nations like ours to have and use their military for the sake of their citizens. Just as foreign relationships between nations change, and even nations themselves change, so does each person and their life circumstances. Royce returned almost a year after his late son Abel was born and died. Sadness and tears from broken hearts one year earlier, and now joys and delights and hugs a year later. Life is ever-changing. We are ever-changing. Likewise, another family in our church had their family circumstances quickly changed by adding a newborn baby. A newborn's demands has significant shift in a family's lifestyle, And this family didn't have nine months to prepare. Now we could illustrate from every member of our church that change is the normal life of a Christian. And if we were able to roll back the ebb and flow of our own hearts and minds, then we would see that changes are even more significant. For if we are anything, we are changing creatures, moving from faith that seems to be strong to faith that seems to be on the verge of breaking, from being delighted with our circumstances to grumbling about our setting, from doubting to being resolved, from being confused to become clear-headed, from ready to charge hell with a water pistol to denying Jesus because of a child's behavior. We are mutable But when I mash Monday's party with Wednesday's class, I am able to see that God is not like us. God is immutable. God is independent. The Westminster Confession 
2.1 begins with this description of God. There is but one only living and true God who is infinite in being and perfection, a most pure spirit, invisible, without body, parts, or passions, immutable, immense, eternal, incomprehensible, almighty, most wise, most holy, most free, most absolute, working all things according to the counsel of his own immutable and most righteous will for his own glory. One theologian noted that these perfections of God do not have any reflection in God's moral creatures, which would include us, and they are listed first in the confession statement about God. God, indeed, as the confession teaches us, is not like us, and it is a most glorious, assuring truth. For God is independent from anything and everything outside of himself. Let us take two quick glances at God's perfections of independence and immutability and come away with great encouragements as our life seems to only change and we ourselves seem to always shift. First, God's independence is his perfection of being in himself self-existent and absolutely independent in his own being. God depends on no one or no thing to continue to be God. Jesus said, For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted to his Son also to have life in himself. John five twenty six. God is the only independent being, and his independent life is the basis and power for our temporal life and eternal life given in his Son. The logic of Jesus is simple and yet profound, and Paul uses it when speaking to the religious pagans in the Areopagus, quote, the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. Acts 17 verses 24 and 25. We live because God who is independent of us and all creation is life in himself and he chooses to give us life. Life only comes from life, and created life only comes from the independent, eternal, uncreated one who is God. This is the truth for why all people have life until God chooses to take it from them. But for us, Christians, his saints, we know that God's independence is not only the source of our temporal life, but it is also the source of our spiritual life, for it is He, our God, who holds and quickens new life in us. Jesus told Nicodemus that being born again was both a necessity to enter the kingdom of God, but also something that he could not control, for it is the Spirit of God that gives new life to the one who is born again, John 3, verses 3 through 8. God's independence encourages us 
because God does not depend upon us for anything while we depend upon God for everything. Our fluctuating responses to our God would only merit discouragement, and it would only make Him forsake us, but He is the independent one. He does not depend on us in any way for anything. His glory does not depend upon our praises to be glorious. And He is always our God. This is good news for us. As our nation is changing, as nations are changing, as people are changing, as our circumstances are changing, and even as we consider our own responses to God and His Word It is a great reassuring reality to know that our God who has made us, sustained us, and gives us spiritual life and faith, He is independent. Number two, God's immutability is His perfection of being in Himself changeless. God does not change. God exists in His own changelessness. God does keep relationship with His creation and creatures in time. Both time and creatures are always changing. But the manner in which God relates to His changing creatures is in a way that God Himself never changes. In every possible aspect of God's relationship to us, He is immutable. His disposition towards us does not change. His character never changes. His will toward us never changes. His love never changes. And this is not like us. But it's always like God. Because what God is, is what God has. And He is indivisibly God. And He will never change. Psalm 102 verses 26 and 27 compares the heavens and the earth to God and concludes, quote, They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like a robe, and they will pass away. But you are the same, and your years have no end. James 1.17 tells us every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Numbers 23 verse 19 reads, God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. He has said it, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? It's good news to our ears that God is not like us. It's great to hear that the perfection of our God is being immutable that he does not change. God is all that is in God, and he will never be less than what he is. This includes his immutability. He never changes. Christian, you change all the time. If you're married, your spouse's very best day is still full of changes. Your greatest moment of faith will still be riddled with changes within you. There is no one to whom you could look in this creation that is immutable. It is only our God who is changeless. In all that He is, He will always and eternally be. 
This is the one to whom we can trust with everything. Some of you might be asking, well, doesn't the Bible have passages that describe God as changing? Indeed, it does. Jeremiah 26, verses 13 and verse 19 tell us that the Lord relents or the Lord will relent. Does this mean that God changes? Well, we need to realize that there are only two ways that we could read this passage. One would make God subject to change and thus make God like a creature, failing to be God. The other way would be to to read God relenting as something that describes God in the way that he relates to his people in human terms. The second way is the way that we should read passages like Jeremiah 26 verse 13. Wednesday night we read in our textbook, Biblical Doctrines, quote, God reveals himself in his relations to people. They perceive only one aspect of God at a time. God never changes, but his creatures do, and they perceive God's perfections and actions according to their current state. Thus, God's actions do not imply a change of essence or purpose in God. God's perceived changes are always in the context of his omniscience and will, so they are never because God is surprised and has to adjust. While everything around us and even in us changes, God does not, and He is our Savior and King. Bereans, let's rest in Him today, no matter how much our life is changing. Sola Dea Gloria.